Hello, it's Painter Sharpless, and you're listening to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast today. More good news in football recruiting for the Rebels. Lane Kiffin, Jeff Levy, trying to figure out what to do with that quarterback spot and doing so in the class of 2022, offering a four-star. We ended the previous week with good football recruiting news, and I would urge you, because that comes back up, for more context to go back and listen to last week's podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. But seriously, some good stuff and some good news from last week, and that continues into this episode. Plus, Lane Kiffin had comments on what football might look like this fall and why he's not interested if the fans cannot be a part of the equation. I'll dive into that, and I'll finish up with some housekeeping news and notes revolving around ticketing and what Keith Carter had to say about the upcoming football campaign. So, Let's dive in, but first, a word from the folks who make this podcast possible. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on? That's right, baby. Another week of the Locked on Ole Miss podcast. Your team every day, or in this case, your team Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because during the coronavirus pandemic, well, quite frankly, I want to give you guys quality content. I'm not just trying to force feed you info. And so for the time being, as most of you are already aware by this point, we're going three times a week. That, of course, goes back to normal, where we bring you Ole Miss coverage Every day when we can get through all this madness. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Let's dive into uh, the football-related news. Last week, I talked about four-star wide receiver Donnie Mitchell, who committed to Ole Miss. He's from Tennessee, just to recap. Six-foot, 190-pounder, number 337th-ranked prospect in the 24-7 sports composite. Won't spend too much time there. Just a reminder that Mitchell is the fourth commitment for Lane Kiffin's 2021 class. So off to a good start. And I think proving that Kiffin, even under these circumstances, one of the big pluses will be his ability to attract attention and also, I think, to get some players, quite frankly, that a lot of coaches at Ole Miss just could not secure, whether it's his past, his charisma, the the thought that he's innovative. There's a lot going on with Kiffin and his ability to recruit, but this a good sign. So, in a similar vein... Ole Miss offered 2022 four-star quarterback Walker Howard. Depending on how long you've been listening to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, a lot of you, some of you, maybe you aren't, though, aware. I feel really good about Lane Kiffin in the next three years signing a high-profile quarterback who can change the dynamic for a team that's always going to be in a talent deficit in this conference, specifically in the division with Alabama, LSU, tricky Auburn and Texas A&M teams. And look, whatever it is Mike Leach does, he's he's frustrating. He is a thorn in the side of coaches, and that's been everywhere, whether it's been at Texas Tech or Washington State, both places that are 
at best usually mediocre and at worst just complete doormats in their conference. And I don't think there's any reason to think the talent level is all of a sudden in Starkville under Leach going to improve drastically, but it has not stopped him from taking programs, quite frankly, that are not highly regarded and at least making them relevant, at least making them fun. Uh, So I think the advantage here, though, what Kiffin is doing will be a more talented What he is fostering will be a more talented program than what I think you see in Starkville. However, getting off topic, in addition to four-star wide receiver commit in the 2021 class, who I just mentioned, Adonai Mitchell, Walker Howard, the four-star dual-threat quarterback, is the number 62 prospect nationally in his class in the 24-7 sports composite. Actually, strike that he is number 62 nationally in the 2022 class by 24-7 Sports. The composite is handy because it combines the major recruiting services of 24-7 Sports, ESPN, and Rivals. Nonetheless, a top 100 player, top 75 player, a four-star, and he now has an offer from Lane Kiffin. He is from St. Thomas Moore Catholic High School. Howard had this to say, quote, This Ole Miss offer means a lot. Very excited. My dad's family is from Mississippi. He holds more than 10 offers already, largely from SEC West schools. No surprise, Jeff Lebby, the primary recruiter for Howard. And look, very recently, you know, they're going to be able to point to the success Kiffin has had, plus the success Lebby had when he helped tutor Mackenzie Milton, the UFC quarterback who threw for more than 2,500 yards and 25 touchdowns. He was the AAC Offensive Player of the Year and sixth and Heisman voting. For what it's worth, Howard was a backup to 2023 star Louisiana Tech signee Caleb Holstein just last season. St. Thomas Moore went 11-2 in that year. They finished fifth in Louisiana. So now he's going to be the starter as a junior, 6'1", 190 pounds. It ought to be a recruiting process that just gets busier so you know. He ran a 4.7640, so he's got the ability to move enough to keep the, the pocket open. I, it's not blazing speed, but uh, we'll be curious. I mean, he's only, he's got a lot of time left, let's say, to both grow physically. Obviously, he'll be a starter, so there will be more pressure on him. But I think it speaks volumes <laughs> that uh, he's he is ranked as highly as he is and has not seen significant playing time in his career. For what it's worth, he is the ninth quarterback to have been offered in the 2022 class. And very easy to see why he would be an intriguing piece to uh, to add to this Lane Kiffin-Jeff Levy offense. And I think, quite frankly, you're going to see more of this. You know, like I just mentioned, nine quarterbacks in this class alone have already gotten an offer. So you, you put a lot of these feelers out there to see which relationships you can build upon. It's only a matter of time before Lane Kiffin gets his guy and... That will be an exciting time. And the great news also is that at least at quarterback, you got some options. Neither of them are world-class, but they've got some clear strengths. You're not in a bad spot at quarterback. You're just in an unknowing spot at quarterback with a new system. Two quarterbacks who went back and forth last year, both with varying degrees of strengths, albeit in some obvious areas. Like Corral can move around a bit, but certainly has the superior arm. Whereas Plumley, you could make an argument, might be the best runner at his position in the league. And Kiffin's been able to make both work. So that's what you're dealing with in the present. But as it pertains to Walker Howard, the 2022 quarterback, he now has an offer from Ole Miss. 
and he is a prospect we will continue to monitor moving forward. Before we transition into basketball, because I do want to talk about some of these grad transfers that are now a part of the team, I have teased it. We've briefly gone that direction, but I really haven't spent a ton of time yet diving into those two players and what they could add. Plus, it does not appear Kermit Davis has finished. Before all that, though, I've got a bit to unload, to get off my chest, if you will. If I can get through it quickly, we'll move into basketball. If not, we'll just hold on to that topic for Wednesday. Be right back. I want to take a moment to read to you what it is Lane Kiffin said recently during an interview on WNML in Knoxville. A lot of folks are realizing, I think it's taken too long for some people, just how serious of a situation we are in regarding coronavirus and that we are in an unprecedented time and that hearing those words sometimes doesn't seem to mean a lot to people because I I do think that media is guilty of making a mountain out of a molehill. And we could go on and on about all the things that media, especially news media, does wrong, although uh, sports reporters and other media members who are in the realm I'm in certainly have their own flaws and are certainly lazy in other ways. But it's becoming more clear just how big of a challenge we're in if we want to have football in the fall and just normal life in the fall. And it's not just that it's going to be a challenge because we're going to have to work through this together. But there are some things that, quite frankly, when people are polled and asked, will you do X, Y, and Z? Will you feel safe going back to work, going to sporting events, going to restaurants? A huge portion of the country an overwhelming majority, in fact, are saying that just because they get the all clear at some point between hopefully now and this fall, hopefully sometime sooner, that they're just going to go out into the world like this hasn't happened. And there's been subsequently a lot of fans saying, well, why don't you look at this half full? Why don't you be positive about what's happening? Why don't you? We we just want to have a college football season. Well, yeah. So do we, dummies. But guess what? We can't do that if everyone isn't being safe. And we certainly can't do it if we can't have a crowd there or probably don't want to. I don't. I'm really not interested in everything that college football has to offer. I'm not interested in having the games because of TV contracts. There are ways to talk about the challenges that this impacts local businesses, that this impacts Athletic departments, their revenue streams, the many jobs that an athletic department and a university employ, like there are real health and economic ramifications to consider when a sport that is as central to the culture and the economy like football, when a sport like that just might not get played. And again, I've been careful to say, I don't know. I'm not projecting that we won't, although right now, based on the direction we're in to just assume football season would start normally is elite to me, but I am all game if we can do it in a safe way. Because, look, I'm here. I'm talking to you. You hear me. I care about this. I'm interested in it. It means a lot to me, too. But I'm unwilling to be a part of something that, one, would not be safe, and, two, would more or less be to fill or fulfill TV contracts. Because if this college game... And the environment and the culture we've created about it is so much about your school, your pride, your family, tailgating, the pageantry, the band, the pregame festivities. I'm not all that interested in a glorified practice scrimmage. And on top of that, if students can't go back to school, 
Like, they're not going to send the players out there, the student-athletes. The whole point of not paying them all these years with the bad faith argument has been they're student-athletes. The student part comes first. Well, if other students, normal students who are not student-athletes, are deemed unsafe to be on campus, I don't think you can have a sport in which the 85 scholarship limit is just a part of the team. All right, not to mention the training staff, the coaches, the logistics of getting all the people together for safety and... Like, I'm getting in the weeds here, but, like, medical personnel, people to take care of the facilities. Like, it's clearly well over 50 or 10 or whatever number you want to use that can be together in a space. But putting all that aside, just purely the football aspect, putting aside what you cannot do in this conversation, the health and safety and economic ramifications, I'm just not interested in watching them play these games in an empty stadium. And I know, I know you're saying, hey, isn't that better than nothing? At least you got something to talk about on your show. And if you say you miss it so much, why not just take something? Beggars can't be choosers. Well, here's what Lane Kiffin had to say about that. Quote, I think that's a waste of time. If it's not safe for people to be around people, you're not going to play football. That's a part of the quote. And we're off to a good start compared to some of his counterparts. Looking at you, Mike Gundy. Kiffin goes on to say, You can't have 120 kids on our sideline around each other, probably 250 people when it comes to all the staff and student managers. It's not going to happen. Again, Mike Gundy, if you're listening, and I know you aren't, that was all that needed to be said. All right? I know that that probably makes some people angry or at least disappointed. And he's still right. Remember a few weeks ago when Kirk Herbstreet brought this up and people freaked the bleep out? ESPN play-by-play broadcaster Chris Fowler, his partner, recently said the thought of playing the college season in early 2021 is, quote, gaining momentum and something that I can get into again if we can get to a place where it's safe. And quite frankly, how fun would that be if a bunch of sports come back near the same time and we just get sports on crack? So not only do you get the thing you want, even if it's in a different time of the year, it's more compressed and it's safe. Wow. So Lane Kiffin, in my opinion, came across well there. And I'm, I side with him. Like, not only is it logistically unlikely and not feasible, I'm just not interested in it. All right? Obviously, this all to say, as college athletics have been shut down for now more than a month and the NCAA canceling its basketball tournament, winter and spring championships, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's been a leader in all this for our country, giving us some clarity laid out a plan for the return of professional sports without fans playing in a central and isolated location. And I will say, again, would love to have sports back, but I'm not so interested in doing it in a half-baked way that isolates players and takes away the experience. Remember, this is entertainment, and it is much more than that on many levels. But if you're going to do it, let's do it right. Feels safe to say I got off on my soapbox there. Feels safe to say. So with that in mind, we will just hold off again. Man, I'm good at starting things and not finishing them, but I think that's all right. I'm stringing you guys along, dangling the carrot, if you will. On Wednesday, we'll dive into more basketball talk and some good basketball news with the way Kermit Davis is moving on the recruiting trail and taking advantage of the transfer market. With that said, let's finish up on some housekeeping news. A lot of you probably aware of this, but I thought it would be worth noting. 
as some of you may be making these decisions, trying to figure out what you want to do with your season tickets. This from the Ole Miss Athletics Department for increased convenience and safety. Ole Miss is launching, launching, launching digital only tickets for the 2020 football campaign. I like that. Whenever you call something a campaign, you just up the ante. In addition, the season ticket renewal deadline has been extended to June 15th with seat and parking selection set to begin June 29th. Our guy Keith Carter said, despite the challenges we are all facing, the excitement surrounding our football program remains sky high under Coach Kiffin's leadership. That's true. That is a true general statement that you could say about really anyone going into this season because... Well, at least anyone not on the hot seat. And it's especially true of a coaching change when you're going new era, new opportunity. Everything's in front of us because nothing bad has happened yet, at least directly to our football team. Never mind the pandemic. Look, I'm not busting Keith Carter's. You know what? I'm just saying like that's a that's a thing he has to do on these releases is make broad sweeping, generally true statements that you could put in front of any school or on any sort of letterhead for like let's say New Mexico State I don't know I don't know why I picked New Mexico State but I did and assuming that they don't have a coach on the blazing hot seat you'd probably say we are excited about the direction of the program and x y and z coach uh, their leadership the main thing is this is eliminating the physical touch concerns that are obviously prevalent digital ticking ticketing my god I can't talk right now Digital ticketing will reduce frequent issues related to paper tickets, including theft, shipping delays, tickets lost in transit, and the need for early confirmation. And just so you're all aware, distribution will begin via email mid-August. So ticket distribution mid-August. Rebel fans that have already ordered their 2020 season tickets will maintain their orders and payment plans already in place. Last but not least, if you are a student listening to this and you're probably already aware of it, the purchasing period for Ole Miss students has been suspended until July. So that's the rundown. Ole Miss launches a digital-only ticket for the 2020 football campaign. They're doing this in the midst of sky-high expectations, as I mentioned, and it seriously should help with concerns over cleanliness and hygiene and also, quite frankly, it's 2020. And this is just the direction tickets are going to go moving forward, pandemic or not. Distribution mid-August. So there's your housekeeping. We're done. That's it. We're done. We're done with the housekeeping for now. All right. Could I be any more annoying? Hard press, Painter. But on Wednesday, we'll try it again. That basketball I keep teasing, it's there. It's there, and we're just getting started with that conversation, and so is Kermit Davis, as I'm really looking forward to what this roster will be, and we're going to talk about what it could be. So join us. Until then, y'all be easy.